0: The uh, the question that people wanted to know: What does brandtastic mean? Because you've used it, uh, they said in in your intros and in your outros, and um, what does it mean to you? You're listening to the REI branded podcast. It's for you, the busy real estate investor who wants to stand out from the crowd and attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time. My name's Paul Copcut, and each week, we'll be looking to decode and uncover what makes a real estate investor brandtastic and how you can apply it to your real estate investing business. Each episode is intended to be valuable, cut to the chase, and actionable, so you can begin to implement quickly and easily to get the results you want in your business. Thank you for listening. Now, let's get to work on making you brandtastic. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the REI Branded Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Paul Comcut. And first of all, I really wanted to thank everybody who over the last week has taken the time to download the episodes and listen and go to places like Apple and leave a Rating and a review, taking the time to add extra comments really helps us get more noticed on the Apple podcasts in particular, but uh, any reviews on any of the distribution channels that you Uh, listen to podcasts is greatly appreciated. And if you haven't done that, and you feel that you're getting value from the podcast, I would really appreciate your going to Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating, hopefully a five star rating, and a a comment, Uh, even if it just says Paul told me to do this. uh, It really does help us get noticed uh, by more people. So thank you, everybody. So I did have a question from uh, the audience, and if if you do have a question or a suggestion for future episodes, uh, or you have a burning question about branding or marketing, uh, please use the uh, SpeakPipe feature on my website at reibranded.com. It's a little tab on the right-hand side of the web page. You click on it, and you can leave a voicemail message. That'd be great, and we could even use it in a future show. So um, please... Please put your questions there, or send me an email, and i would be happy to try and answer it. Or again, might use it on a future podcast episode. I did have the uh, the question that people wanted to know: what does brandtastic mean? Because you've used it, uh, they said in in your intros and in your outros, and um, what does it mean to you? So uh, I did a little bit of uh, research on this as well because the Urban Dictionary talks about brandtastic being to be completely covered with corporate logos or brand identity, e.g. athletic teams, fashion logos, product names, or company apparel. I think a good example of this might be uh, the race car drivers in NASCAR or Formula One who are pr- pretty much adorned with corporate logos. Uh, but that isn't what brandtastic uh, means to me. <laughs> um, Brandastic means to me um, why people choose you or the reasons behind why people choose you. Um, so if you think about your unique value proposition, what is it that you offer or bring to the table that potentially no other real estate investor does? So there's a there's a couple of kind of different thoughts around this. Um, Joe Calloway in his book, Category of One, talks about uh, not striving to be a leader in your category, but to... Um, create a different category and then be the only one in it. But I, I struggle a little bit with that because trying to recreate or create a brand new category then creates a lot of extra work in your spending time trying to define what that category is and explain that to people in messaging and in your marketing. So, you know, that's quite an uphill battle. I'm not saying it's impossible, but, you know, for most of you listening, busy real estate investors and professionals, it's pretty difficult to, you know, not just uh, get your marketing done, but then if you're also trying to market a brand new category and get people to identify with that, um, it could be, you know, uh, quite quite a stressful and and time-consuming thing. So I, I prefer to look at, Thinking about um, Martin Neumann, um, a big I'm a big fan of his writings around a brand and marketing. And he has a book called Zag. And his recommendation is, our brand is the only blank that blanks. So if that first blank is category, so our brand is the only real estate investor, for example... And then what is it you do that's different uh, that could make you brandtastic? So, so for example, our brand is the only real estate investor who offers FaceTime walkthroughs to look at properties to buy. Now, it doesn't mean you're the only one that does that. But if you start to communicate that, uh, and we think about currently in the, in the pandemic and people's concerns around COVID, one of the things would be, I really don't want people coming through my house, even potentially a real estate investor who wants to buy the property. So if you were to turn up at that property and then instruct them how to put together a FaceTime or whatever else you might use and get them to walk through their own property, and then you could direct them and ask them to point things out and and point the camera at certain areas... That may make them feel a lot more comfortable about inviting you as the real estate investor versus somebody else who insists on coming and walking through the property. So, you know, those are the kind of things that you want to think about when you're trying to position yourself as brand-tastic. Because ultimately, what you want to be is remembered and referred. And if you can get to that point, you know, and that's the point of this podcast is to try and help you with marketing strategies and branding ideas uh, from myself and from others as to what you could be doing to make yourself brandtastic. So I hope that answers the question. And the rest of this uh, episode uh, is a recording that I recently did for the Right Club around brand audit. And I mentioned about my brand audit checklist, which you can download from uh, my website for free. Uh, But uh, what I did for the Right Club recently was kind of go into a little bit more depth around the importance of brand auditing and why you should be thinking about doing a brand audit, not just once, but on a regular basis. So enjoy the episode and I'd love to know what you think. Thanks. So why a brand audit? Well, uh, I I do find with a lot of real estate investors, they, they focus a lot of time in looking at the impact of their marketing. Uh, but they don't spend a lot of time looking at the impact of their brand. And, and marketing gets you the attention, but brand will be the reason why somebody chooses you. So that's why it's critical that you do think about your brand and you spend time on a regular basis to audit that brand and, and what, are, what are the perceptions of that brand because you may have an opinion around what your brand is, but is that what's being truly reflected in the marketplace? So it, it's a good practice from that in terms of a regular check. It You can get that perception, you can find out the reach of your influence, and you can find out how effective you're being. And the highlights that a brand audit will give you are things like, what are your strengths? But it will also highlight, what are your weaknesses? And Underneath that, it'll also give you an insight into you know, where the opportunities may lie and where the potential threats may lie. So it's like a, it's like a mini SWOT analysis, if you like. Uh, it also gives you an opportunity to align yourself with your customers' expectations. You know, Jeff Bezos, the, the head of Amazon, uh, famously said, uh, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Well, you know, what are people saying about your brand? Uh, do you really know what they're saying? Uh, you know, and a brand audit might give you that insight. So, and then if your customers are saying something different, then you know you need to switch. You know you need to change your branding to get more in, a, in alignment with your potential customers or with your, your current clients. And then also the, the brand audit will give you an insight into where you stand in the marketplace and probably equally importantly, where you stand against your competition. So when you're looking at a brand audit, you want to use your marketing plan, and hopefully you have some kind of marketing plan pulled together, um, but use your marketing plan as the framework. And then you want to be measuring four things, and it's A, B, C, D. So A are the analytics. So the analytics are things like your web, obviously, uh, your web presence, and, and the reach of that. Um, you know, 81% of consumers, and that's business to consumer, so consumers, 81% do some kind of online research prior to making a purchasing decision. And if you're in the business to business end of the real estate investing business, 94% of people will use online research prior to making a purchasing decision. So it's critical that you know what's being Uh, perceived and, and the analytics of your website, where you're driving people to. Because everything else that you do outside of your website, if you treat your website like a home country, everything else you do, the social media, anything else out there are more like your embassies. So it gives people a flavor for your home country, but it's not the same as people coming and visiting your home country, which is your website. So you want to be very sure about The reach, you know, the analytics of your web, the organic reach, the paid reach, what the conversion rates are like. So, analytics is very key. The B is around your buyers, your buyers and your customers. And it's not just the web numbers or the number of social media followers. You know, you really want to be sure about um, what's your customer's experience? How are they experiencing you? Because When you make a decision around a brand, there's some kind of emotional connection. So that emotional connection, you want to know what is that emotional connection that's happening between you and your potential clients or your existing clients. Um, And you also want to know uh, from surveys. So you'll notice that uh, the, the Right Club, for example, we're sending out more surveys now after events because we really want to get to know what the Right community wants to hear. What are the subjects you want to hear? Who are the speakers you want to hear? Because at the end of the day, that's what's important to us is sending you and providing you with the right training and education and information for you to make the right decisions. So surveying your your customers, surveying your prospects is is critical in terms of understanding your buyers. When you look at C, you're thinking about competition. The the great news uh, about technology and analytics nowadays is Many of the things that you can collect and gather about your own brand, you can actually go out and gather around your competition as well. So you can get a deeper understanding of your competition's reach on places like Facebook, for example. You can use things like Alexa to see what people's web analytics are like. So there's a lot of information that you can gather around your competition. What keywords they're using? Are they working? What keywords should you be using that might help you? So understanding your competition and gathering that information. And then finally, data. You know, Social media numbers, yes, numbers are great, but it's around engagement. What's the kind of pickup that you're getting from your social media accounts? What's your sales data as well? How many leads are you producing? How many conversions are happening? So analytics, buyers, competition, data. Uh, and when you're thinking about your analytics, if you really want to go deeper, you know, are you getting the right traffic to your website? It's great if you're getting lots of visits to your website, but are they the people that you want coming to your website? And are they the right people that are converting? And what content is working better on your website? You know, do your target market enjoy videos or do they enjoy audio or do they enjoy written? Or is there a combination? You spend the time understanding because we could all spend a ton of time producing content, but if it's not producing the results you want, you know, that's wasted time, resources, and everything else. So I encourage you to regularly look at a brand audit. And in terms of a brand audit, I would suggest probably at least once a year. Um, but if you're making changes, uh, you know, give it time to have an effect. Um, so if you're maybe doing a rebrand, for example, which is quite a popular thing to do, you know, give yourself three to six months before you go back in and measure that brand again, because you've got to give time for that, um, brand to, that rebrand to get uh, traction. So take action measure. And if you're wondering where your real estate investing brand currently stands and some steps to make it more brandtastic, you can download our free REI brand checklist at reibranded.com forward slash checklist. That's reibranded.com forward slash checklist. Thank you for listening and have a brandtastic day.